0: What is up, Ascenders? My name is Brian Henry, and I'm the founder of the Ascend Academy, an online platform, school, and community that is uniting and activating light workers. If you believe you might be one of the souls that have come to this planet at this time to serve the awakening and the ascension of our planetary collective consciousness, we may be looking for you. To learn more about the Academy and to initiate your activation, head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com.
1: But there's so much magic happening right now and there is so many beautiful things happening right now. I just, um, yeah, the world may seem to be still chaotic, but I know she's perfect. I know it's beautiful and everyone's exactly where they're meant to be. Everyone is doing their very best. And there is so much magic yet to come. If everyone can just come together and support each other and just see as the separation that's been created, just let that fall away and just love each other, just hold each other and we'll all get through this so much easier. There's so so much competition, so much old way to be cleared and once we can shift that mindset and let go of that old paradigm. This new earth is gonna land and everyone's gonna go. So this is what it's all about. This is why we went through all that. And it's gonna be so worth it. I've seen it, (laughs) it's beautiful.
2: Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry
0: what is up ascenders you're now listening to the Awaken podcast a show in which we dive into some expansive insightful conversations to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness divine purpose and infinite potential my name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy over at TogetherWeAscend.com and your host of the show. And I want to welcome you to the ascending journey. What an amazing conversation this was with an amazing being. I have felt absolutely blessed to get to know, connect with, and witness the journey of this good brother, of mine, Jared Bremer. I am first connected with Jared a few years ago on Facebook and it's crazy to think the type of relationship we have built from being literally across the world. I'm based out of Toronto, Canada. He's in Australia. Yet yeah, that distance doesn't mean anything with the type of connection we share. And I want to mention this because I think that the relationship that we've formed in the way that we have speaks to something really important that's taking place on the planet today. You see, whereas we may be in a time where many are speaking to how the worldly situation is disconnecting us and creating for separation, this has not been the type of experience that I've had. I have had the blessed opportunity to feel more and more connected with my brothers and sisters from all across the globe. And this is not the story you'll hear me telling because the story that you'll hear me telling is that we are coming into greater unity, greater harmony with the planet and all the beings that call us home. And we're stepping into a new age. This is the shift into unity consciousness. This is the experience that I'm seeing, and thus it's the experience that I'm creating. And I know it's the one that Jared is as well. Because, family, this man is doing some work, and it's going to take an individual of a special kind of awareness to recognize that. But I'm willing to bet that many of you that are tuned into this right now is ready to receive what he shares and the activation that is imbued in it because the way that Jared is committed to service to the all committed to us inspires me he's taken on an attitude of extreme surrender to service to spirit And it seems to be working out for him. And I'm just so ready for you to hear from this man, his amazing story experience and about the work he's doing and the insights this has led him to. Because like I said, it's clearly working out for him. The amount of power, energy, and bliss that I'm feeling come through him, I believe is here to serve as a reminder and once again, an activation for us all. So I'm going to let the conversation do what it's supposed to do. But let's sum it up with this before we dive in. You're about to hear from a man that's about to inspire you to do the work, to tune into your higher guidance, to step into your purpose, to reclaim your sovereignty, to let go of old identities and join us as we step into this new age. This is my conversation with my good, good brother, Jared Brummer. Thank you for anchoring the light, my friend. Thank you for being a conduit of it. Thank you for opening yourself up to greater love and joy and the knowing that this is ultimately the greatest thing you can do in your service to others. And it <laughs> inspires me you absolutely inspire me the dedication and commitment you show to us to service towards us Jared there's not many people that I've come across that has shown such a reverence and dedication to service to the all as you and there there's no amount of thank yous that can express the appreciation that's here for you from mm-hmm. the all
1: Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. It's It's been a journey of um, selfless service because the work I do, it's not something that I can openly share with a lot of people. And so it's, it's like one of those things that taught me humi- uh, humility all in the same breath. You know, it was like, I want to tell the world just how amazing... <laughs> amazing this reality is and what i get to do every single day for the collective that people don't understand it but you do i'm grateful that i get to share these experiences of service with you and um yeah really honored to be here with you brother this this journey we've been on and looking at your date entry in that book it was two years ago because i remember that was a that was a thing that just landed for us so we've you've been in my reality in my vortex from the start of the adventure this is pretty cool man it's pretty, how pretty
0: cool. epic is it that we get to come back to each <laughs> other every so often over the course of this journey and get to have that moment where we realize wow there was so much more (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's even more epic knowing that one two years in the future we're gonna have the same conversation we're gonna be like wow wasn't that another epic two years (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. it keeps coming through but then we can't know what it's gonna look like but based Mm -hmm. on the evidence, the signs are saying that better gets better.
1: Absolutely. And the the rate and the speed that things are shifting at uh incredible. Like what used to take, you know, weeks now it takes hours. Like it's it just feels like this being brought to speed so quick. You know, things are shifting, and I'm I'm experiencing these shifts in the collective happening a lot more, a lot quicker, a lot less painful too. Um, you know, it might seem chaotic, but there's transitions happening that are really, really happening subtly and gently on an energetic level, which is which is good. The real heavy, dense stuff that's so been hanging around is. starting to really disappear yeah
0: what part are you playing in this disappearance (laughs) by the way if it doesn't go without saying we dived right in this is all this is all gonna get seen and heard by others but you know as that's entirely what this is about but it's also entirely about me getting to experience you so tell me brother Mm. i want to hear about the role that you've been playing? Sure. So, um,
1: well, the real, let me structure this for you. Energetically, um, the work I do for this planet, um, I clear out or the denseness, so um, I transmute energies, I carry, or I hold a lot of light, and I can take on some pretty big big energies. And um, I've sort of, my journey traveling Australia has had me uh, connecting with the different spirits of the land and the ancestors of the land, um, that experienced heavy trauma from early colonization. So what I, what I do in my reality is travel this country, visiting all the, the massacre sites, visiting all the sites where uh, negative, negative energies, karmic energies um, are still stuck in the land, where souls are still stuck here. So I free I free our brothers and sisters and help them cross over and clear the energy of the land. So um, before we can enter into the new earth, before we can really disconnect from the old, we need to clear out the old, and that's the old grid line, that's the old uh, the old earth grid system. So um, essentially I've just been, tuning into that and tapping into whatever needs to be cleared um so i do clearings for the whales so i'll visit um, all the whaling stations go on these little spirit adventures i call them i'll just get the call <laughs> spirits on the, on the phone hey you need to go west you need to go west 13 hours and and do this work over here on this bit of coast, and I get there, and it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just found myself in these places where you know, um, you know, cliff's edges, there's always been a lot of trauma, where early Australians, First Nations were forced off these cliffs, and so I stand on these cliffs, and, and I just feel them, the ancestors come in, and they tell me what's happened, and yeah, this is the this is the shiny version. It gets pretty heavy, you know. I help them by uh, expressing them. I let them have their day of, you know, expressing their pain and letting go of all their all their frustration and anger, and um, and then I send them in a little portal up to spirit, and they return home. But um, yeah, the the whales are the are the. They're super special as well. Like, I'll visit these ports and and tune into, you know, like the 1840s, (laughs) where there's men, you know, going out in the little boats and harpooning whales and bringing them back into process, you know. And whales were never meant to be part of um, the food chain, you know. The majestic beings are an amazing race of beings, very intelligent, sophisticated, advanced group of beings and so yeah just helping them helping them free and and cross over and um clearing the way it was interesting just before just before the uh 21st december i was clearing the way um down the bottom ocean for the whales and it was like their first migration uh in the new earth it was so special to be down there and and to be clear in the way just before they come through, it was so powerful. And the downloads I received, the light codes that I received from after doing that work, like the activations I received from the whale collective, it's like, they're a part of me, you know? And um, but yeah, that's, the, that's the, some stuff I do for Australia, um, but then you know, I'll, I'll tune into the energetics of fear the energetics of control, manipulation, um, whatever's happening in the planet, you know, with the pandemic, I've just spent a lot of time clearing out fear and pretty much sending so much love into the grid. Like I'm just like constantly got my hands in the grid, in the new earth grid, just powering her up, just charging her and clearing away uh, whatever needs to come up so it's really it's really hard to articulate what i do
0: <laughs> hard big magic and yet you you do it so well i don't i don't know about uh, anyone else thanks, but man. i'm i'm following along to the t it sounds cool. completely understandable to me beautiful and i think thanks. many of those that uh, tune into this brother they're hearing it because they're ready to hear it which means they're following Mm -hmm. along too in the perfect way. So what I want you to know is whatever it is you're expressing, whatever it is you're sharing in the work you do and with us here now, it's the perfect thing, brother. It's the perfect thing. And I can just feel the effect that it's having. And the funny thing about it is it has an effect on people who don't even realize that it's having an effect on them. But what matters most is it has an effect on the L and I can feel the shift as you speak your truth, as you shine your light, and you do the work that you do. Mm. yeah.
2: So there's the
0: work that you do. And then as a part of that, here and now, speaking to it, recounting your experiences, I can see is a service you provide us as well. Mm. What you have to share, the experience that you have to share, is potent, my man. And I'm looking forward to exploring it more deeply.
1: Mm. thank you man yeah there's um one of the one of the big things i've just recently um i'm working with some pretty uh all the highest frequencies i work with christ consciousness so the energies that flow through me now are pure light like there is no higher frequency than what i work with and when i just the other morning i woke up I was going to go to the gym and it was like, no, you need to meditate. Okay, meditate. Um, And what I ended up doing was uh, going through earth mother's chakras with Christ consciousness. like, I'm doing, I'm doing energy work for mother. (laughs) It's like, you know, not only do I get to do this on brothers and sisters, but I'm also helping earth mother with, with her own balancing with her own attunements you know and i've been doing this for some time um like the collective shooting into the collective chakras you know doing clearings for for everyone you know and you know, just recently i've been doing um like cleaning up this planet like removing the entities that are authority that are child molestation uh, that are mind control government. Like I've been vanishing, like vanquishing these these dark demons, man. Essentially, I've had this planet under control for eons. You know, I've been smashing them up. So it's and that's that's the work I do. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I hold that much light that even the darkest of the dark can't hide from me. And it's funny seeing that in my reality, seeing how many brothers and sisters who just by being around me, their ancient darkness comes up and that's what I specialize in. that's like, that's what I'm here to do is remove um, the big heavy entities that have held us uh, down for so long. So, you know, just to give you an example of that. So um most light workers, um, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm pretty confident um, every light worker on this planet has spent time as a First Nations uh, Australian person um, who has walked this land in a past life, because um, I have just got brothers and sisters coming from all over the world, um, coming into my field, into my vortex, who um having these experiences you know they've been called to australia and they're having these experiences of you know traumatic experiences of past lives and um the entity that is attached the entity uh the darkness that invaded this country and created you know well we know the story um that still is within everyone. It still is in all us light workers. So like I'm doing so many exorcisms and that, that's essentially what they are. It's just like going through and clearing out all the ancient darkness that's just been stored away, you know, in the cells and it's carried through from the ancestors, from past lives. And I'm just watching um, just how many people, how many people have this, have this um, trauma within themselves. You know, it's very real, and um, it's an honor that I get to clear that because there's not too many people who can touch it. From I haven't met anyone yet who can play in the arena that I'm playing in. So,
0: is and, this a you know, a specific shared trauma that you're referring to?
1: Yeah, the invasion of Australia. Yeah. What? The invasion. The invasion how of Australia.
0: Are you finding that manifest through a being?
1: Yeah. So with we're us light workers, right? We're all sort of we're here holding this this vision of a new earth. We all hold this, you know, this memory of what it was to live symbiotic with Mother Nature. You know, like we all have this. We've all been here. Now we've already experienced early. that. Yeah, yeah, we know exactly what it is because mm. we experience it, you know, like Lemuria with you know those who have been in Lemuria, which I'm pretty sure most of us have. It's been a long journey here on earth. Um but the you know the perfect the perfect reality um was being lived by early Australians, you know, they, they lived live by the land, they live symbolically, they lived, they shared a vision. You know, there was no greed. It was just harmonious to everything. And you know, um, the invasion of um, Australia, the, the settlement, the early colonisation, um, brought with it a darkness that ripped through this country. It broke the spirit of the people. Like they took kids. They you know, there's a whole stolen generation where they stole the whole. Uh, all the babies from their mothers like there's just so much trauma so much trauma that occurred on this country on this land and that just absolutely like fractaled (laughs) all these souls like just blew them apart and that you know they we've had these past lives you know i know for certain myself i have and um you know i had to clear that within myself and what I realized is that the the control, the manipulation, the forced authority, all this stuff needs to be cleared. You know, um, just recently, just recently, I was um, like calling back all my power to reclaim my sovereignty, and now I've been saying i was sovereign for twelve months. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm a sovereign being, but um, it wasn't until uh, two weeks ago that I actually cleared the the big stuff, cleared the, the real heavy stuff and called back all my power from all time, space and dimensions, past lives, all my ancestors. And I actually declared to the universe my sovereignty. And it was acknowledged like this whole journey is about sovereignty. And that sovereignty was taken from us when early Australia was invaded. So yeah, pretty much the disempowerment of a whole race of people. And this has happened through all indigenous cultures, um, across the world, you know, and, um, this is what we're here to do. Undo all that and, you know, reclaim our sovereignty, in a in a roundabout way. That's what this whole journey is about. (laughs) You know, standing by, it's like standing in your own power, but being harmonious with everyone else. It's like, that's, that's it in a nutshell for me. I've been working tirelessly um, to be here um, with my sovereignty and it feels it feels really good. <laughs> it feels really good to have that acknowledged and like just an instant manifestation of that. Um, I had a policeman try issue me a ticket uh, on a highway um, for speeding and I, <laughs> pretty much declared that you know I wasn't being a part of this made up authority. And I questioned his authority. I asked where he got his authority from. And I told him, I answer to God, the highest authority. I answered to myself, the highest authority. Um, And he goes, oh, you're one of those sovereign beings. And I say, I am, brother. Thank you for acknowledging that. (laughs) And um, within half an hour of having a conversation with this officer, Um, I walked away with no ticket and left this man enlightened and seeing hope for this planet. So just by me speaking my truth and standing in that, um, a man who lives under this authority, who asserts his authority for a second, realized that, Hey, he doesn't have the authority that he thought he had. And I left this man um, a little bit more enlightened as to what we're here to do. We're here to help each other, not, you know, smash each other down like it's been happening for so long
0: so the effect it can and will have when you stand in your truth
1: exactly full power and that's a big part of um reclaiming your sovereignty is like and your truth is your truth your truth might not be liked it might not be accepted it's going to trigger the hell out of a lot of people but the growth comes from leaning in and being in those moments. And I've had so many times in my journey where I've like been faced with some really uncomfortable truths. And I've found as soon as I've leaned in and just went, you know, this is for my highest good. This is for my growth and speak into those really uncomfortable truths, the, the, the weight that gets lifted, the energy that expands in my being, how much, further i just catapult <laughs> i jump timelines you know it's like there's so much power and if everyone could just find that find that moment of a hey, the truth is the only thing there is let's just let's just live by that and whatever comes from speaking our truth was always meant to be because it is it truly is
0: how do we open up to that power and that energy in a way that supports us in feeling our greatest and being our greatest.
1: So constantly being in the heart space, like if we're speaking, if we're speaking from a higher perspective, if we're speaking from love and we're speaking with, you know, compassion and understanding, then, you know, I, I see people who are uh, truth speakers, you know, they're speaking the truth, but they're, they're speaking their truth from their shadow. And it's like, if you're aware of your shadow and you're aware of, you know, <laughs> aware is the key. <laughs> Just simply in your heart and be aware. Like um, I've always had this perspective of there's you, there's me and then there's this other figure watching the conversation and that's, that's who I aim to be. I'm that guy, you know, takes all the personal charge away from it, you know, just being in that higher perspective. And that, that was given to me early in my journey um, as I was the eagle. I was seeing myself as the eagle flying above um, everything. And I knew that I could rise above everything. And with that perspective, um, I'm able to see things clearly and without erratic motion, without the charge. Um, I, I have an analogy for it that you might you might like. It's a cool visual journey. So if you, you imagine like a Hollywood movie, you know, there's these cars and they're going through the street and they're drifting, and there's this high-speed police chase going on, there's chaos, there's shit blowing up everywhere. Well, that's that's when shadow is going against shadow. It's just like this unconscious shit happening and then you've got the helicopter that just sits above the whole thing and he's just high above it he's looking down he's like guiding the police where to go he's like yeah yeah just go that way comfortable as no emotion just precise that's exactly what needs to be done not caught up in the chaos and from that place, you can make the right decisions, and that's where I like to put myself before I speak my truth. That's where I like to put myself before I do anything. Um, so I'm not projecting. So I'm not, um, yeah. Coming from a place of love is the constant, the constant reminder, the constant aim. You know, and I still catch myself coming from a place sometimes, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> that was that was my shit coming through but yeah I how do you
0: feel with that i yeah. i loved when you i'm gonna actually reiterate it here there's you there's me this is the interaction taking place you're trying to be the one watching it there's you there's me and there's the one observing the interaction and you're ascending into this perspective where you're detached, you're disidentified with a part of the interaction. You're the one that observes it, the one that guides it, the one that sees it fully. Yeah,
1: because that, that guy seems to know what's going on. You
0: know, I'd be <laughs> that guy. As much I want to like, be, you know. be that guy too. I want to be that guy too.
1: You know, I've kind of got this, uh, you know, this attitude of surrender and it's like it's extreme surrender
2: mm.
1: I, I i've completely given my life over to god you know, spirit um whatever whatever you uh, identify spirit with but um father you know depending on how i'm feeling is how i tune in but um yeah i just found like with my journey of you know, where I needed to be in this time frame that I was asked to, you know, do my work and still do my work for the country, still do the work I do. It's like every time I've tried to do anything, I've just met walls, I've met roadblocks, you know, it's just like, but that's what I wanted to do. And it's like, yeah, but that's not in alignment. That's 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 not it. And every time I try to do things and I get resistance, I'm like, hmm, what if I try something different? What if I just go, hey, I surrender my life. I give it to you. What do you want me to do?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: There you go. Everything I do is in purpose because I'm doing what I'm here to do. I'm doing what spirit wants me to do. I'm doing what Mother Earth wants me to do. I'm doing what my higher self's guiding me to do. So, you know, the having this, um, you know, I like the idea that we create a reality. I really love that idea, but I also see it's kind of like an illusion sometimes because mm-hmm. there is a there is a there is a higher power that's directing me around. And the more I get out of the way,
2: mm-hmm. the more
1: it seems to seems to land and have more alignment experiences, more instant manifestations. It's literally like, if you can just hand it all over, you can have everything you want.
0: See, this is how I'm seeing it, and it just makes so much sense to me. That idea, that notion that you create your reality, still holds truth, but it Mm -hmm. acts as a stepping stone consciously thinking about that notion i create my reality i can choose that's let's call spirituality 101 yeah and it's an important step that needs to be taken but then there's a next step here brother and that next step is i do create my reality my desire does create my reality but that process doesn't require my mental conceptualizing with it because my energy my preference my desire that is naturally birthed through the unfolding of my experience desire certainly has its place but that desire is natural you don't need to think about that desire anymore that desire has already projected out source has already become that a full embodiment of that desire without us necessarily needing to sit and visualize it and from there we align ourselves with that reality by feeling fucking good. Yeah. By surrendering, oh,
2: is- mm. yeah.
0: by allowing, by letting go of resistance, not by efforting and thinking this is the means to making it happen, but allowing it mm. and allowing what source gives to us. So I also know not to go too far off in one direction and say it's entirely about being passive and sitting and receiving because in other yeah. rhythms it, it's the integration of both it's the integration of feeling like that sovereign being but then also knowing that surrender extreme surrender which by the way might end up being the title of this episode yeah. is so the I means have by a... which we let it in
1: I've got so many analogies that come through to me. I love, I just love visualizations, and uh, I want to share what Just come paint with them, uh,
0: bro. paint them.
1: Just the other day, so I kind of see life is just like riding a bike. You know, I'm sure someone had this analogy before, but I've sort of leveled
0: it up. So life is <laughs> like riding a bike. This is the better <laughs> you know, version.
1: This is this is the this is the spiritual version. This is like the version they didn't tell you because they didn't want you to know who you really were. <laughs> so this is the version where you know life's like riding a bike. You you, know, you get up, you fall over, you dust yourself off, you keep going, right? But what I've found with the with my journey and that becoming so trusting, it's like you know you mastered riding the bike and then you started getting cheeky you're like hey i'm gonna start riding with no hands and you're like you know you're like fuck, oh, i just let go a little bit and then catch it and you're like oh look you start to develop more and more trust and eventually after time and time of trusting and seeing that the more you let go the more you surrender the more you can put your hands off the steering wheel and just be like hey and then the next thing you know you, you, you're you doing a text while you're riding and you're just like in full you know <laughs> spirit's got you you ain't falling over you know what you're doing you know what's going on so yeah that's that's how I see that's how I see this journey with surrender it's like just let your hands go and trust baby it's all good it's gonna it's gonna fucking work out the more you try and ch- the more you try and control it the more it fucks up <laughs> For me anyway, from my experience, that's that's been my gold nugget. <laughs> that's been mm-hmm. my biggest aha moment. Yeah.
0: I also feel you need to throw in that you act on the guidance. You're receiving mm-hmm. that Fair and sense. you're listening, but it does require your participation with it. You have to pick up that phone and you're the one that travels out to do the work on that land right because if we just sat there saying the work's going to get done itself again that's still off too much in one direction you're listening you're surrendering to the call now how do we how do we tune into that how do we tune into that and know that's what it is
1: yeah so look for me the more shadow the more shadow i removes the more I dived into my being and started to get clear on who I was. The more that other voice, the voice that was trying to stop me and enable me softened. And now the voice that talks to me is so loud. It's unmistakable, (laughs) you know, And, you know, the ego can come through and try and, you know, say things. And I'm just like, Hey man, like cool story, but get in the back, you know, it's not your time. Just get in the back, buddy, like get back there, let the other stuff come through, you know? And, you know, I've, I've had a solo journey. I've spent a lot of my time on land, bare feet in the earth, middle of the desert, (laughs) no one else around solitude, and I find that is so powerful. Like the monks have been doing it for how long? You know, going off and finding solitude, sitting in a cave. Like, you know, I didn't quite sit in a cave, but um, I, I spent a lot of time with myself and getting to know who I am, getting to know the voices in my head. <laughs> Do you remember how they used to say, like, "Oh, you got voices in your head." It's like, yeah, I own that. They're good. They're, they're so supportive. <laughs> I listen to those voices. There's quite a few. Um, but yeah, just learning to trust in your intuition. Just learning to trust. I think that's the biggest one. Is trusting yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and don't you yeah, don't be afraid to act on something to find out who that voice was.
0: Mm-hmm. You know follow that just voice paralyzed paralyzed yeah. without movement whereas if you act what i find is that unfolds in an experience that you will inevitably learn from even if it leads to less than ideal consequences <laughs> that movement allows for a greater experience and that always serves you
1: absolutely yeah that's it just having yeah curiosity as well like remember this is explore. Like, yeah this is exciting like fuck if you've got if you've got some voices telling you you know you go do some cool things well hey go try them out like don't deny yourself the experience like you know with my energy healing like no one's taught me i've no one's taught me how to do a single thing you know everything i've done has been through trying what those little soft subtle voices in my head said Mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit that worked okay so I was just showing you how to do that, <laughs> you know. So I think my whole journey has been shared with me from the voices in my head. You know, I don't read books, I don't, I don't uh, watch too much YouTube or or whatnot. So I think that's a, another way to really sort of hone in on who you are is to tune into that part of you that knows everything. <laughs> you know? And it's it's good to like. Um, be activated by other people's knowledge of course i'm not saying don't read books but i just found that my own experience is pretty freaking educational and helps me remember enough to to do what i do without following someone else's path you know i think that's the that's the main thing with that one a lot of people get stuck on following people's journeys and they don't create their own you know Mm -hmm. that in itself is their journey
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, it can play a part it can play a part and it can be a part of what they are asking to experience in that moment yeah
2: yeah
0: now there's something i want to hone in on here checking in with those voices i think there's something important that you mentioned there that there may be multiple voices there may be Mm -hmm. times where those voices even are contradictory want different things Mm -hmm. and that's where people get stuck up when there's more than one voice going on in their head because it could be easy for us to say surrender surrender to source and all these magical things are going to happen to you and then they go check in and say well is that source or is that source and of course we know that's part of the process learning to hone in on that one voice Mm -hmm. and doing the work that quiets down multiple voices and brings them into one and that's ultimately what you're describing here how we can come into a sense of true self where pinpoint this way one way without these other voices coming at it Um, so what i want to say here is this: these voices may be against with one another or seemingly against one another in the context of a conversation about a decision that you are thinking about making. but I think something that became was a catalyst for me. I I heard a teacher share this and it just sparked something in me. And it was this. You can make those voices. Become friends, whereas they may be fighting against each other for different things when they realize that they are of one entity that they are all you that they are both sure. you and they realize that they are more one than they are different they're more the same thing than they are different things then those two voices start to work together sure. and that's how we integrate
1: yeah bringing it all together
0: tell me more about your process of, of bringing it all together
1: So, when you've sat in those
0: caves listening to those voices, how did that play out for you and how did you make progress with that?
1: Yeah, so I just want to say, asking this is another thing that we can struggle with is asking, you know, asking for what we want, asking, you know, to be shown, asking to be clear. Um, so I started asking you know for specific things you know like um you know are you in service to the light is a good one (laughs) you know because we can have other beings come through that aren't of the light and they can be like you know fucking with us so you know universal law if you ask the darkness three times they have to answer truthfully on the third time so you know before i do any channeling um yeah, it's important to make sure that you're you're inviting a being in the light. So that's sort of like on that advanced level. But um with with just sitting on land, what I found with the sensations in my body. So um, I used to tune in and like if I got if I asked the right question, if I felt if I felt like this was something that was so true the confirmation would be sensations in the body. Like uh, I call them truth bumps. You know, you just get this whole shiver up your body of like, Whoa. And you, you know, I kind of visualize my guides or just going like, fuck yeah, he got it. You know, that's <laughs> that's it. You're on the right track, <laughs> you know? And, um, you know, so if I don't experience those sensations, I'm like, mm, okay, so maybe I'm off. And then I'll just check in again, you know? um, you know, you showing me, am I, am I in alignment here? And like most times the body sensations tell me everything, you know, um, and I've actually, um, I didn't realize I did this for quite some time, but um, my head will nod for yes and shake for no. When I ask a question, if I'm in trance, I'm just like, so I can be having a, a conversation and agreeing with myself and it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. So you know, just tuning into different parts of the body as well, you know, you can actually program your higher self and just be like, Hey, like, you know, show me. Yes. You know, give me a sensation on my right hand, you know, show me a sensation for no on my left hand and just feel, and you know, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, okay. So that's what no is this is what yes is so when you're asking questions it's like having a pendulum so to speak you know um but then i also know that there are times where my guides (laughs) they're like sorry jared you're on your own (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like this one's for you you i'll be sitting there meditating meditating like a boss just you know for hours trying to I can work this one out. and I'll be asking mm. questions and there'll be, there'll be crickets. There'll be nothing. And I'm like, this one's for me, right? Yep. Okay, cool.
0: Mm. You know what I think that does before you go further? I yeah. think that's so important that we have those moments because in those moments, it's recognizing that there's not a right answer. It's coming into the realization and experience of there's not a right answer. There's nothing that I need to do. I'm in my freedom. I'm in my... I'm in my freedom to choose which path I want to walk, and those paths will unfold into different experiences. But right now, I get to choose which way forward I want to go.
1: Yeah, and and with on top of that, on top of what you just said, which I really like and that resonates, what I also see um, is that we also have this, um, certain things that we have to figure out, you know, we can't be, we can't be shown. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't have the answers given this to us. It's like, this is our test. You know, we're here to get our. you know, I call earth angel Academy. You know, it's like, we're here to receive our wings and upgrade our wings. And, you know, we've got all these things we need to do. And, um, yeah, if we can't go can't be given the cheat sheet, you know, we've got to figure these things out in ourselves, you know. So I kind of see that being a big part of when they go silent for me. It's like, ah, I'm doing this on my own. This one, hey, this must be a big one. <laughs> this must be a big one to clear. Uh, and usually, like, I, I get to it and, you know, we'll shift it. And as soon as I shift it, they're back and they're like, yeah, you fucking did it. Like, I just, <laughs> see it as, like like good choice. This, you know? Good choice. Yeah, good, exactly. You know, you did, you did well. But yeah, now um, yeah. I don't seem... How much
0: is it? Sorry, was there something that wants to come through? Oh, you? nah,
1: you're
0: nah, okay. so good. I was gonna say, how much is it about saying that was a good choice because of what unfolded, or is it about looking at what you've received and recognizing the goodness in that choice?
1: Mm yeah so depending on what i was in if it was a, if it was like a um if it was like something that i had to grow from speaking a truth and i like you know i worked it out and i lent in well the instant manifestation is freedom it's like this this euphoric like i feel like i've just i've just gotten taller you know it's like the the weights, the weights lifted straight away, and it's like, okay, that was that was what was needed, you know. Um, yeah, you know, when when things shift, like I feel them. I feel like this denseness, this heaviness, and then as soon as I shift it, I'm just like, whoa, whoa it's like a dog shaking its thing off. I'm like, whoa, there we go. See you later, A bit of palisanto. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: See you later. <laughs> yeah, but, that's the. Um, Yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm just opening the door of my van just to let a little bit air in. Got a bit warm in here. I live in my van. (laughs) It's a cool, it's a cool way to live, nomadic. It's just full free, you know. I go where my feet take me. (laughs) It's so good. I was gonna show you the sunrise this morning but where i parked i couldn't quite get close enough to the beach to do it so, you, know, yeah. you just get to see this light
0: <laughs> there's something to be said about being light in possessions and how that coincides feeling lighter in your being
1: oh amen <laughs> oh. yeah the the greatest thing i ever did the greatest thing i ever did like i i lived in a uh <clears throat> three-bedroom house playing a house off by myself for 10 years i was going to work doing 60 plus hours a
0: week. Wait, yeah just yeah. said three-bedroom house by yourself
1: yeah it was pimped, <laughs> You've uh, seen both spa. ends of the extreme yeah, yeah, I had a double car garage for the gym equipment, like fifteen gram for the gym, and big surround sound. It was a bachelor pad. Man, it was it, I lived I lived well, and um, but I got caught in the trap of you know materialism and needing mm-hmm. things to make me happy, external things, and um, yeah, when I when I had my awakening, you know, I had the the voices in my head telling me you got to travel, you got to do this, you got to be here, and um, I was just like oh fuck this is really uncomfortable but uh hey these these guys seem to know what's best for me so yeah I trusted early I had a god experience though I was visited by a white light um at the start of my journey that pretty much told me who I was and what I was here to do without saying a word it was like all right wake up you go shit you're doing this planet <laughs> and I was like
0: Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What exactly. <laughs> Wait, like, let me just make like sure that. I got that right. <laughs> I got shit to do. On it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's been that's been it. You know, it's like I remembered what I was here to do. You know, in those moments, like that? those early, like moments. that. Yeah, I I was... felt like not the specifics, yeah, but I knew. Like I I, brother, I honestly i'm gonna just put this straight out there for a bit of comedy for you all and i'm sure we've all had our moment um but i thought i was the fucking messiah returning like i had this complex where i was just like i'm here to save the planet like i'm here to do massive things and i knew it like you know and it's it's funny because the ego got really carried away for quite some time you know the first 12 months of my journey i was just like I was shown the I was shown the secrets of the universe. I was shown how everything works. Like all these people, they're all asleep, they're all unconscious, and I like created this whole separation thing, and mm-hmm. that was part of my
0: journey. I have know. to mention that what you're describing, I'm so certain, is not that uncommon.
1: Yeah, I think it's part of the journey. I think it's it's part actually of, yeah like, because yeah for all what so. that brought out in you. <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely. But um, yeah, that that knowing from the start that I was here to do epic things, I mm-hmm. I didn't realize how epic until now. Like now I can say it with humility. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking here to do massive things for this planet. Without the like, you know, I'm the fucking best. I'm better than everyone because that was that was where it was coming from last time. It was quite quite toxic, but funny funny to observe myself.
0: Um. I, I just have to mention that you know you're here now saying now you know the the epic things that you're here to do and that's that's exactly where you're at and that's the perfect place for you to be at. But brother, like we said earlier in our chat, two years from now you're gonna be saying the exact same thing. You're gonna look back <laughs> and say, I didn't know, I didn't even know the <laughs> epic things I'm gonna
2: do. <laughs>
1: That's the beauty of it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's been such a cool journey, man. Just to go back to the materialism.
2: Yeah.
1: Just to, yeah. I think there's a gold nugget. There's a gold nugget here. Um, just by creating the space that I created when I followed my journey, I, I literally sold my house. I did renos on my house. I... <laughs> The van that I'm living in now cost 20 grand to fit out like so I could live in it, you know, because I knew I was going to be in the road for a long time. I took on a concreting job that, you know, was $61,000 worth of work, cash work, and I wasn't even a concreter. I just trusted myself that I had the ability from my experience as a, as a concrete pumper to be able to do this job. With the help of some people, if I needed, and um, spirit was guiding me to trust. And so I took this job on, and literally, my house was being renovated to be sold at the same time I was doing this job. Plus, I had another job pumping concrete. And the way that everything flowed, because I just trusted, and it got super fucking scary. It got so scary at times because I literally was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Why am I walking away from everything I've ever worked hard for? And it was this real, like, you have to let go. You have to let go of this person to be who you said you'd come here to be. And in that letting go of the job, I walked away from my career. Like I was making 150 grand a year. And I walked away from that against my parents' understanding walked away from the career, sold the house. The money I made from that concreting job went into building this all at the same time so that I can come to this point where I then left on my journey and my house sold in a market that was not supportive of selling. um, And we got what we asked for. You know, so it was like the universe literally just made the path for me, but all I had to do was trust and do it. You know, I had to follow the path that was laid out for me, you know, and um, I did it willingly. I participated, but what happened from, like I didn't have time to sell my possessions. So I just gave them away. I gave my whole furnishings to my niece who was 18 at the time. I was like, when you get a house, you've got, a house like just pfft, i don't care i don't need any of it and everything i own is in my van and that space that that created in my life for my own personal growth when i started traveling and i was just living out of my van i leaped and bound like you know um, i was just looking at the timeline you know from from my first moment of fuck i'm here it, like you know there's more to life than um getting drunk and gambling and, and all the other vices and addictions that I had. Um, that was only four years ago, you know, three years ago, uh, only two years ago, I was still pumping concrete, you know? So this is like, this has been a, a very quick journey to be where I am. And it's just been because I fucking said yes, constantly. I said, yes, I said, yes, I said, yes. So if I, I kind of see this thing, like we have these choices in our life to make the right decision. You know, if we say yes, we can continue to jump timelines. But if we're you know, making decisions that aren't in the highest alignment, well, then we'll get the next opportunity to make the same decision again mm. to, to you know, get back on that yes train. You know? And um, yeah, if you, can, if you can just go, hey, this is uncomfortable, this is scary. But fuck it, you know, I know this is, I know this is going to, you know, quit this job is going to open the door for a better job, you know, have that mindset and trust that the universe has got something better in store for you. And that has just constantly been my journey. Like I've, I, I was led, I was led to believe that I was going to be living in a cabin in South Australia. I spent four months building this cabin, like turning this shearing shed into this most amazing living space. And I just got the floor done. I was just about ready to move in. And um, spirits like, yeah, we're gonna see how you handle this lesson in attachment. The guy who I share in the property with had a complete change of mind. He didn't want my medicine on the property. He didn't want me doing my work out of this space. And um, I had to just go, well, I have to respect this man. It's his land. What's my attachment to this place? And I was like, I don't have any attachments. And in that moment of acknowledging that whatever it is that is planned for me is going to be better than what this situation was, as soon as I acknowledge that, Spirit fucking showed me my whole reality, gave me everything. He's just like, You're going to go to this property next, you're going to work with these people you're going to do this 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 and I'm just like righto from letting go from you know not having that attachment and not being stuck you know not being stuck in that one like you said before being stuck in that one um one direction you know being open to things changing for you and I've I've experienced this with relationships you know I've I've um had uh, three relationships um, in the last twelve months, and you know what's your attachment to relationships? You know, I I was aligned with women who were helping me with my growth, and I was helping them. And then we come to this point in our journey where, hey, we've done what we said we'd do for each other is done unconditionally. I love you. Um, but I need to go over here now and, you know, opening, opening our hearts. And when she gets fucking like that, gets a bit uncomfortable. I think the test is are we going to keep our heart open or we're we going to close it? You know, and this is that part of the journey where it's like for too long we've been closing our heart. Whenever we get hurt. Now it's about, Hey, can you keep it open? Can you see it for what it was and keep it open? Can you keep loving? And you keep moving forward. And yeah, where I am right now, I'm I don't have any attachments. I'm 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 calling in my beloved, but at the same time, I don't have an attachment to when that is. I focus on what I'm here to do first and and what I've what I've sort of been shown. Um you know, I know everyone's journey is different, but you can have you know people who grow together and stay together and that's beautiful I, I love seeing that that story you know um but for my own journey the way i see it that that version of me that that embodied fucking divine masculine divine feminine man that i am when that is embodied then that equal will appear in my reality and then i'll create with that woman you know that's that's how i see and it's been shown to me from my journey so um knowing that allows me to go well what am i seeing in this relationship that i'm currently in that i need to work on within myself so i can then have that experience that i can have that um because i don't want to enter a relationship um with with shadow I this is like I I I want to create co-create a reality and have kids with a woman that you know we can just explode you know explode in our creativity and not be having to work through stuff and you know that might be a delusion <laughs> but I kind of feel that to be as my truth you know um, it's just the way it seems to be lying at the moment <clears throat> so. After, after just recently declaring my sovereignty and um, on the equinox, yeah, this is, this is uh, quite, quite a fascinating uh, experience that I had on the equinox. Um, so the last equinox, um, I was guided to sit with mushrooms. Um, I'm an advocate of plant medicine. I really support plant medicine. Um, and this equinox was the same. I was asked to sit with mushrooms, but the whole journey um, was quite a long journey—eleven uh, hours in total. I literally went through and did energy work on myself, and what I was shown and how how much I cleared from my body it was like I was just in this this purification of of all the stored energy. So, like. <laughs> every every limb from my hands to my wrists to my elbows' just connecting with the trauma and the experiences that these hands have carried you know and shifting all the energy and you know but then there's also entities attached to past lives and ancestral stuff and I literally <laughs> I found myself doing a full top-to-bottom sweep and just clearing energetics of my whole body. And I was getting quite tired and my higher self was just constantly going, keep going, keep going. This voice was just like, keep going. And amongst that clearing, I was clearing stuff for other people that I was being guided to clear, healing relationships that I'd been a part of. Also, uh, doing big stuff for the collective um yeah exorcisms for the collective and it was like a part of an initiation process and a purification process of of you know where i'm at and um uh yesterday was my 35th birthday mm. so ah, happy
0: 35
1: birthday, brother. Thank you, brother so 35 you know it's i'm entering another seven year cycle you know and Um, what I was shown, it was like, you know, leading up to my birthday, the equinox, this, the, the deep growth that I was part of and the initiations that I was being, um, guided through, um, allowed me to be here, allowed me to be here in this moment where, you know, I'm not going to claim that I have, um, no shadow, but I know that what I've been doing for this moment to be. The way it is, the way I feel so clear and so uh such a a clear channel, um, was so that I can now share my medicine with the world. So I can now share and help people and be in that next stage of my life, which is the mastery. Um, you know, sharing my gifts. So yeah, it's it's been an incredible journey of just fucking nonstop work. And you know, I've had people sort of say to me, Oh, you're just addicted to the work. And it's like Maybe you're just avoiding the work, you know, like I can handle it. This is, you know, I'm obviously need to be here uh to do something, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be going so hard. And I don't search. This is the thing. I don't ever search for shadow. It's like I move through one thing and it's like, oh, you ready for the next? Oh, okay. (laughs) I remember asking Spirit one time for a break. I was like, tapped out. I was like, fuck you, I'm done. I'm I'm so done. I just need a break. You know, I'd lift it. I lost it. And um, it was about creating energetic boundaries. Like it was all about boundaries. Cause he just had me doing all this fucking work. And I was like, no, that's it. I'm done. No more. And um, he was like, Cool, you learn boundaries. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Oh, how refreshing. And literally I'm not even, I'm not even joking like i had one day i had one day off and then it was just like all right i get back to work <laughs> it was just like you gotta do this you, you gotta go here you gotta do that and i'm just like thanks for the one day off that was mm-hmm. awesome cool but
0: you know do you believe that on some level I, that's because that's exactly what you want absolutely yeah
1: i i wake up every day and ask how can i surf today like that's what i'm here to do like that's what i'm here to do you know i can't i can't i can't tune into someone and not and not um you know have empathy and not have um an understanding like i see i see things instantly with some people like You know, some people can be super stuck on something and I'll just be like, "Mm, little tweak, and I'll just be like, oh my God, And it takes nothing at all. And those moments for me are what, it's what I wake up for. I like seeing people move through shit. I like seeing people have a different perspective on life and see more to life than what they're currently seeing. And that's, that's what we're here to do to awaken the masses you
0: know I do thoroughly believe that we all arrive into if we haven't already in such a state where we recognize it consciously as a desire our truest desire to be of service to be of our greatest service to others I also do see that their journey goes Work has to be done within oneself in order to arrive in such a state, but always at what we want at the deepest possible levels in full alignment with the greatest service we can provide to you. But it becomes a very special, special point in the journey when you come to the realization that you are here to serve and your truest desired experience, that which you most deeply desire, even if you're not consciously aware of it, comes from extreme surrender to service to the all. And my man, I'm just so proud of you and appreciative of the work that you've done within yourself to come into such a state and to be doing from that state the amazing work that you're doing Mm. i'm taking a look at the time here and i think (laughs) round one
1: yeah what is is coming again (laughs) (laughs) you
0: You know what? even that's a program you know what i have let me bring mention to that actually because even that's a program because i have to say the uh the notion that played out was Okay, we've been at it for about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes now. A podcast episode should be this long. Um, (laughs) And now I watch that, I observe that that's just another program. That's just another belief. So rather than ride that, I'm going to invite us both to just take a moment and pause and realize that we can be right here and see what comes. Mm -hmm. It's a good place to be my favorite place
1: yeah the uh stepping out of time has been very important for me in my journey you know i don't look at uh dates i i literally stepped out of time for such a long time um that's a funny one Um, but what i found is it put me in harmony with everything um because when we're living by time and we're living by these dates, which um, if you look at the the uh, the 12 months in a year, like apparently, um, but if you look at uh, the 13 perfect moons, there being 13 perfect moons in a year, a 28-day cycle, you know. Mm-hmm. Women are on a 28-day cycle. So why is there some months that have a couple of days more and a couple of days less, you know, it's it's slightly scattered. It's slightly offset. So if you step out of time and date and you just flow with nature, then you come back into the harmony, which is a perfect, perfect flow, you know, frequency. But if you look at the frequency of 365 days a year with these 31 days, 30 days, blah, 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 28 day, it's, it's off, it's scattered. And that's that's been designed so that we're out of flow with everything. So while we're while we're still living by this um, old system, um, we're out of we're out of that harmony with everything. And I I I swear by that. That has been that has been such a massive thing for me to to step out. And then like as far as like scheduling times with people. Like, I, I believe in this thing, like, I have, I have a time, I have a schedule. But what I put down there, the universe literally just, like, works everything around to make that happen. And, like, this phone call here today, like, I arrived seconds before I was due to because I don't live in time. It's just this real, I think Albert Einstein actually talks about it um it's just like you know you'll always arrive on the right time you know if you if you don't hang on to it like it's just i don't know if i'm explaining it properly brother but um yeah i don't look at the time and i always seem to be on time when i do No, know it's just this <laughs> it's just this way of flowing you know
0: coming you know, through is that uh you are so deeply rooted in the belief that you are exactly where you need to be always that your experience will always be i'm right on time
1: Mm. that's that's a good way of saying it
0: You got, us there, brother. you got us there <laughs> but you're starting yeah. with the frequency the feeling the belief that i'm exactly where i need to be i'm right on time the feeling of i'm right on time so what projects outward is an experience where you are always where you need to be but fundamental is that you get to feel that you get to feel that this is where this is the perfect place for me to be this is the perfect experience for me in this here and now but you're not manipulating the circumstances to create that perfect moment. You're residing in the belief that it's always the perfect moment.
1: Yeah. And it's so it, it comes down with, you know, like uh, alignment with you know, like we were supposed to have a call the other day, um, and I did no show because of what was happening in my reality. And I believe, like, hey, if you can see the the perfect imperfection in the perfection then you'll understand that this is the right moment that we're supposed Mm -hmm. to talk because i had stuff to complete i still had stuff to do in my journey before this moment could happen so i see there as just being the right moment for everything you know that's why i don't force nothing if someone's undecided on something i'm just like hey just let it go see what happens and if it's meant to be, it always is. And if it's not, it's not. With no attachment to the result, no attachment to it happening or not happening. You know, It's, it's, a, it's a powerful place to be.
0: Surrender. Extreme surrender. Yeah. Now, what part does, if any, does planning how you are going to be spending your time play into your experience do you find yourself to what degree do you find yourself doing this and how does this how does this fit into the way that you approach Mm. living your life approach this moment
1: so i've given myself till 10 o'clock every day like that's my time to do my gym my stretching my meditation my breath work that's like the world doesn't get me until ten o'clock. That's a clear boundary that I set. I have my breakfast at ten o'clock, and then I check my Facebook. I check my emails while I'm sort of in that breakfast limbo. And then, yeah, then my days sort of um, wherever wherever it needs to be, if I've got clients scheduled in, well, then I sort of you know shape between that and I've got courses, um, like my breathwork facilitation certification um so just chip away at that it's an online thing um so yeah i just have these little pockets of time kind of things where you know there's a potential to do that (laughs) Mm. there's potential for me to do that but um like at the same time no exactly you know and like it's like if you're an artist right and you're not feeling it and someone's like you must be an artist right now you must create right now and you're like bro I, I my genius is at 3 a.m in the morning um when I wake up and there's this inspiration that comes through like that's the moment not you must do and this is where um yeah, you know, I see like it's really challenging for a lot of people to be told to do something at a certain time because hey if that's not in your flow if that's not when your genius is coming through well what are you creating you know it's like i don't read a book unless i feel like it i don't go oh i I don't read enough books i must read more books it's like hey i feel like reading the books i do you know it's like a it's like a child i i kind of i see myself as going back to a child because you know a child will see something and be like oh yeah i'll play with that for a bit that'll bring me joy i'll do that and then it's just like yeah no, that's no good and i'll go over here and i'll do this i'll do that for a bit oh that makes me feel good like that's how i live it's like
0: (laughs) and when you're playing with that toy you're not thinking hey maybe two hours later (laughs) i'm gonna play with that toy i want to play with this toy right now but i don't know if i'm gonna no you're just playing with the toy in front of you till the point at which there's something else you'd rather be playing with that message, yeah. brother, it comes through so much. It comes through so much. So many, so many. And I, what I find very intriguing is that many are channeling this from higher dimensional beings, the, the message. Of course, a lot of people here and now are speaking it on the planet, but I find it very interesting that we're hearing this reoccurring message from so many different higher dimensional collectives and beings that... You don't have to do anything other than what feels inspiring in this moment. Mm -hmm. You can make it all about, you can simplify it to what feels inspiring in this moment. Do that until something else feels inspiring. You do that and then it becomes a seamless flow from moment to moment. You're just being that, being that. And what comes through here is tying it back to surrender. I've personally had an experience and I sense you'll be able to relate to this where it's almost like you let go and you allow your energy to just take you and you feel so light through the flow of doing what feels inspiring. But it's almost like you're being moved for you.
1: Absolutely. I, I have an aerial on my head. I have an aerial and there's someone up there just with a little remote control just like guiding me and steering me to do... Cause that's how I feel. I, like, <laughs> I really feel like I am sometimes just a conduit. Like, like most right. times, I'm right. just, I'm just being, man. I'm a human being. And no, I don't do anything. I don't try to do anything. That's that's the that's that's the part that I see so many people stuck on. It's just like I haven't done anything for three days. I must do something. I'm like, why? Why can't you have a week off? Why can't you have a week in bed with your favorite Netflix? Why can't you do that? Why, if it's conscious and if it's if it feels like your body, if that's what your body wants and needs right now, honor that. Don't get up because you should be doing anything. Don't. Oh, I haven't. I haven't done any work lately. Um, why am I forcing myself to do work again? Is that true to me? No, it's not. You know, and again, this arriving on time thing. Um, I was behind in my breathwork facilitators training. Spirit kept saying to me, like, you're right. Like, it's all good. Like, don't stress. And I was like, okay, cool. And so I didn't do any work for like four weeks because I was running around on country doing my stuff out in the desert. I come back after four weeks, my you know, stuff had to be handed in. And I literally, without even knowing it, looking at it, I sat down and just went and just did the whole lot. And was just like, I just created all this stress and pressure about being behind and having like not having the time to do anything. And in one day I just went, smashed it all out. And I was just like, and the way I absorbed that information stayed in because it was so compressed. It was so like, (laughs) A big chunk and then like most things my reality i get the opportunity to practice what i've just learned <laughs> you no know, um with my healing and so it's been a really interesting journey i've been shown how to heal others um through healing myself like it's like like the people in my life to help are just perfect mirrors so i help them and it's just like oh fuck now i can help myself you know One thing that came through the other night, Brian, in my journey was like the, there's this like label, the wounded healer Um, and I was sitting with it and I was just like, everyone is a healer.
2: Hmm.
1: Everyone, everyone has things to heal within themselves. You know, Um, I don't like the they're wounded, but you know, the term wounded healer comes from someone who's, you know, got shadow and is helping others it's like we're all fucking doing that so i cleared the uh for the collective um a few things around that that was a big one like because the darkness creates these little moments where people don't want to go to anyone for help because they might be a wounded healer so um the other one is the label the new age you know, all these, like, there's yeah, the mm-hmm. new ages, you know? Now, this is this is one that triggers the fuck out of a lot of people. The only people who have a problem with the term new age are people who are stuck in the old way, right? So if you're still stuck in the old paradigm and you're not ready to let go of a fucking story, then that triggers you. But the new age, right? Not the glossy fucking, the, the glossy, you know, glitter spirituality, but we are entering a new age. We are entering all a it new. That's Why time can I just mean time. that? Like, like, come on, like, stop, you know. But but this is where this is where you've got, you know, um, people stuck in story. Right? This is a lot of people on this planet stuck in the story of the old way, and this is across all cultures. This is this is um something that uh, needs to be addressed in all things moving forward um and yeah i just see like the the way that these you know excuse me i don't have the word for it but like they like manipulate uh saying to be bad so that people mm-hmm. don't magnetize to it you know it's like repulses them instead of searching for the new way it's like oh stay in the old you know so i cleared that energetically as well uh, there's another one too but yeah you understand it's like there's these Things that like have been uh, painted differently to to trap us and trick us from actually going there, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know how we got to there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've gone all over, brother, and I love those. I love those types of conversations. I love when yeah. you it doesn't. You're so into where you are that you're not have lost track of where you've been
1: yeah yeah and that's that's when you that's when i know i've been speaking from a place um of purity well, is when i'll help someone and i'll do like a, a session and i'll like and then i'll be like fuck i don't even remember what we just did and then i have to like sit with it and be reminded and like help them integrate their journey and it's like whoa okay yeah now i remember that fuck
0: I wasn't even here <laughs> yeah, yeah so. right. that moment where you kind of look back at what happened you, i said that i did that like yeah <laughs> just, yeah yeah
1: yeah still, still but that's that's the magic that's where the magic is but there's so much magic happening right now and there is so many beautiful things happening right now and i just um yeah the world may seem to be still chaotic but I know she's perfect, I know it's beautiful and everyone's exactly where they're meant to be. Everyone is doing their very best. There is so much magic yet to come. If everyone can just come together and support each other and just you know, see as the separation that's been created, just let that fall away and just love each other. Just hold each other and we'll all get through this so much easier. There's so much much competition, so much old way to be cleared. And once we can shift that mindset and let go of that old paradigm, this new earth is going to land and everyone's going to go. So this is what it was all about. This is why we went through all that. And it's going to be so worth it. I've seen it. (laughs) It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. You see it, and you're doing an incredible job of co-creating it, my friend. Because that's what we do here; we co-create it together.
1: Absolutely, helping each other. And this, this just coming together, this activation that's happening now, just by speaking. This is how we do it. Mm. Just by bringing awareness to a possibility a timeline that can exist it does exist you know? and for the people who are tuned in uh listening to this it's it's so powerful to just have these different understanding and perspectives um that are not normal <laughs> you know to to hear um some of the most craziest ideas, and to write them off as crazy is denying yourself the opportunity to grow. You know, just remain open, so open to everything. That's when the magic happens. That's when the mystical happens. That's when dragons start dropping in and having conversations with you. Like, <laughs> open up to it and see what comes through. Don't be scared of it. It's so beautiful. Yeah
0: man, thank you for supporting us in opening up to the magic that's here for us, for being a conduit, for that love, for that light, for that magic to flow through you, manifest as you, because, as you know, it brightens up this world for us all. And yeah. that's what we're here to do, to be our own light, stand in our own truth, and in doing so, know that we are having... An extraordinary effect on the all. Doesn't have to be any more complicated than allowing ourselves our own joy, surrendering to our highest guidance, taking a week off and watching Netflix all week if you need to.
1: Hey, if you wanna if you wanna eat a whole tub of ice cream, do it without the guilt. Just embrace embrace your reality. So much pressure put on us so mm-hmm. much pressure on us to perform and be this perfect pure vessel, this perfect pure being it's like if we were meant to be we would be that by now, it's like a process it's a step by step you know, again you can't force these things organically, they'll come up when it's time to go I've let go of every everything, alcohol, coffee drugs, gambling when the time was right When the Mm -hmm. moment was right, I knew the last coffee I had was my last coffee. I knew my last drink was my last drink. I knew my last bet was my last bet because the 12 times I previously tried quitting alcohol didn't feel right. I did it because of an external pressure. But what was true to me at the time when I did was like, wow, this is it. This is the one. This is the moment that I do because what it means to me you know what this means to me being as a high vibrational being once you once you tune into how important our vibration is it, it helps the decision I feel
0: <laughs> I, you, there's something so important there I actually find that the decision comes easy and naturally when our vibration has arrived at the point where we're ready for it
1: exactly like I- I- exactly exactly and that's that that's that other part that i said before where it's just like we we can try and try and you know we, we have to do this and it's just like if we if we allow allow being the word if we allow it to happen organically then the shifts will occur. The vibration mm. will raise. The things will drop off. You know, we still have to make the right decision. We still have to participate. But then there is this, this like, yeah, we're not creating suffering because there's so much suffering being created on. Oh, Jane's a vegan. I have to be vegan. It's so mm. like your body's not ready to be vegan. Like you don't have to Do be you vegan you actually right
0: want now. that right now? That's what it's yeah. about. We yeah. have to tune into. Do you actually want that, or is that? coming from a a belief a conditioned belief that might not be of your highest truth
1: exactly there's so much of that happening yeah
0: this is where it's like
1: it's our individual journey it's like check in i ask myself before i do anything like Mm -hmm. everything you know and like i have this new connection with my food and my body where like i'll ask my body i'm like hey is this good? You feeling this? Is this what you want for lunch? And my body's like, fuck yeah, yep, let's do that. And I'm like, hey, body, like, you know, bit of cake over here. How's that feel? And sometimes it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, cake's good. And other times it's like, yeah, probably not. Like, okay, mm-hmm. okay,
0: but we need you know. to let go of our ideas around what is right or what is wrong, what is good and what is bad. I've I'm mm-hmm. on a very I think there's probably a lot that we can relate on with uh, as it pertains to food but these ideas that we have around certain foods being good for you and certain foods being bad for you they're just they're just programs and yeah in our evolution we're being called to transcend those ideas and programs and align with what is wanted right now
2: yeah
0: what is true to me right now what feels good right now what am I being called into Guided into what is of my deepest wisdom right now.
1: Yeah. And what's my What's my body? What's my body yeah. ready for?
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, what What can my body live on? You know, because there's already people who have gone breath air and have, have raised kids breath air and gave you know were pregnant while living on air. So, you know, food is an idea. <laughs> food is a is a program. You know, eventually, you know, the evolution of this planet, and I, I know this to be true. It's like we'll let go of food eventually. You know, if it should. doesn't
0: mean we need to force that right now. No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: just, just because, just because someone's done yeah, it doesn't man. mean we all have to do it. You know? Wait,
0: you mean the breatharians are spiritually evolved? I gotta give up food right now? Nah, yeah. no, I don't like that, man. Nah, you gotta tune nah. into your truth.
1: Yeah, and like I've seen people go just straight fruit, you know, I'm a fruitarian. And then it's like, you look at them and you're just like, you look like shit. Like you gaunt, you've lost all your muscle, you've lost all your conditioning. You, you don't, your energy's not pure. Like, you know, um, and that's just following a, tra- a fad, you know, following a trend, following someone else's journey, you know. Like um, I quit, um, I was guided to give up meat um, November it was actually the 1111 portal. portal. Um, I got told, you know, no more meat. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, what, what about animal products? I was like, no, not yet. You're still okay to, you know, if it's cooking with egg and um, some white cheese, you know, and I'm just like, okay, cool. So I'm not vegan. No, you're not vegan. I'm okay. I'm not asked to be vegan yet. Cool. So, but the meat part was like, Fuck, I've, I've been a meat eater my whole life. I was like, ooh, this this is a, an identity that I need to let go of. And when I let go of that, I also let go of the hunter because I'm a spear fisherman and if, oh, I was a fisherman. And um, that was another part of my process was to let go of the hunter. You know, everyone knew me as the fisherman. I could talk to fish and the fish would jump in the boat. I was that good, you know? And um, so part of my initiation <laughs> i had to let go of, of that part of me that identity and um yeah and so true. last time yeah it was huge man sold all my gear and buried i buried my rifle in the desert last time i was out there and yeah did a big clearing process for all the lives i've taken because again um the way this planet is evolving we won't be killing anything like the animals won't be harmed yeah, they're sentient beings um and i'm not i'm not telling people um to not kill things if they're going to eat it hey that's your journey you do that the animals are aware of their experience here on earth they're having the same experience we're having we get murdered animals get murdered it's part of what's happening on this planet um but it's changing but where i was at on my journey um i i pretty much cleared the energetics of me being a killer so I cleared that from my lineage. Like <laughs> it was quite a big process or quite a big ceremony of burying my rifle in the desert and and having that moment of um, yeah, clearing that from my line, you know. So my generations to come won't be killers, you know. So it's 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 important. It's it's part of evolution, you know? So I understand, I understand this argument on veganism really clearly because like i've had conversations with mother earth and like she told me she said like you know the animals are having their own experience too like you know there will be a day there will be a day where you know everything will live in peace and things will die naturally Um, but that time's not now so you know but in saying that if we can you know start being fucking a bit more conscious about the way that we uh we grow our food and you know, start reducing meat consumption. Yeah, it's going to help. It's going to it's going to be good. But um, can't force no one to do anything. That's not mm-hmm. what we're here to do, at all. Mm-hmm. At all.
0: Yeah, so. it's still um, a couple of things that drops in is it still requires our participation. So I do believe that there tends to be a a chapter in which. You're feeling the call, the guidance to... Because I had previously said your vibration arrives to a point where it feels natural. And that can be an experience of it. But there can also be a chapter there in which you're feeling that sense of knowing, but you're still caught up between both identities, the new one you're being called into and the old one that you're being called to let go. And this one might still tug at you. So in the case of consumption of meat, I know there reaches a point where I think it's right for me to to give up meat. But still, there's a little bit of back and forth between it. And that's to say that, this is not to say that it will come with, you know, just naturalness, effortlessness. You're not going to wake up one day, necessarily wake up one day and be like, ah, I'm done, I'm not going to eat meat. There might be a moment where, you got to do it because you know that it's the right thing to do, even though that there's still a little bit of tug. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say that okay. it requires our participation. Once we hear that guidance.
1: For sure. Like I, I smell a barbecue and I'm just like, fuck that smells so good. Like I'm not, I'm not like, um, you know, I haven't done it out of guilt for animals or anything like that. I've done it out of pure what my vibration requires, mm-hmm. you know, Um, you know I smell coffee and I still go fuck how nice would a coffee be Um, just because of the smell you know but I choose not to it's like that participation it's like it's like there's a certain level of discipline Mm. um, that's required you know but it becomes it's not disciplinary it's like um, I I choose therefore I'm choosing me first so that becomes easy (laughs) you know I value me first over my desire to have a flame grilled fucking porterhouse. You know, it's like, no, the work, the work I do is more important for the collective Mm -hmm. than my desire to have a steak right now. Cause I've actually showed up on country to do some work for the ancestors. And I gorged myself on fucking ice creams and cake. And I had this real like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) downwards, like, binge on sugar and i went to do my work and um yeah it's incomplete i still have to complete that work because um i couldn't do it i just i lost my connection i was just like oh the guilt i felt i was like fuck but that was my lesson it was showing me like hey if you're gonna do this you can't be doing that (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that disconnection sugar sugar is you know Sugar is such a low vibrational food. Like it, it is one of the most lowest vibrational fucking foods we can put in our body, and it's in everything. Of course, you know, not to go conspiracy or anything, but it's in everything. Um, so if we can cut the sugar out, well, our vibration will will elevate as well. Refined sugars. Hmm. It's a,
0: I have a to reading. throw it in there because I know. I know based on the conversation that we've had i'm gonna ask you it, and I, I know you agree with me here there may be someone out there that is hearing this and it's not right for them to cut off sugary dress yet.
1: yeah exactly like fuck like yeah absolutely like you'll know you'll know when but like if you like, like i said we can create this suffering
2: mm-hmm.
1: we can create this suffering which is more mental than Mm. what it was doing to our body you know like i know people with eating disorders who are eating fucking healthy food and feeling guilty about it Mm. it's like what like because you ate a little bit too much you're feeling guilty about you're eating beautiful organic food like you know you're creating the suffering it's like no let's you know bring it back bring it back like Don't be so hard on yourself. Fuck. This is a learning experience that we have heaps of time, you know. Um, If you're borderline having diabetes, I could say, yeah, I'm going to say you should be reducing sugar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That should be a a no brainer. Um, But, you know, if you're an athletic person who gets up and trains two hours in the gym every day, hey, you can eat that cake man it's all good because <laughs> you're smashing those you're smashing that out you're using that as fuel you know massively um but yeah 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 food's food's like the
0: it's a big the, the,
1: the, the, the it's tricky big, one man
0: it's a big vehicle the way it's coming through <laughs> through it's a vehicle that becomes a big lesson that i think we all have to go through in in our own ways and yeah. yeah let me just throw it out there and i have not um openly through the content on the podcast dive deep into this in the ways that i know i'm going to eventually um food has been such a such a learning lesson for me and I don't put this lightly when I say there has been deep suffering, deep emotional suffering. I know that might sound silly, but the experience of it was very real, is very real. And I know I'm not the only one. I've endured some deep emotional suffering around my experience with food and to this day i'm still i'm still learning about myself and growing in relation to the experiences that i have with food and it's been it's been a ride man it's been a ride it's had some high highs it's had some low lows but what i can say is that it all serves me in my growth in my understanding not all of it has felt good but i know i've grown stronger as a result it's something that I'm feeling a a need to to speak about. So I'm glad that we we began to touch on it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: It's, an it's a huge topic.
1: Man. It's a huge topic, and of all the of all the things that I've let go in my journey to be a better version of myself, that food, that food one is always. There's always there. It's always like there are so many different aspects of food the consumption of food, you know, overeating, um, the guilt around food. You know, like just recently, um, I actually got to the core wound of my um, why every indulge in eating shit food. You know, and I did this uh, recently, did a post about it, and um, it was essentially abandonment. You know, I found comfort in food at a young age because of my parents splitting up, you know, and this this, this new friend that I found that was always there for me, you know, and for the next 25 years, that friend was always with me whenever I needed comforting. So it was like, you know, I choose to, to eat the shit food, you know, that, that instant dopamine fucking sugar. <laughs> you make me feel good. You never say no, you know, that guy. Um, that's just one layer. That's one layer of the food, you know? And then there's just, <laughs> there's so, there's so much around food, um, you know, over-consuming, um, how we, how we, uh, how disconnected oh. we are from our food. You know, I connect with my food now. I pray with my food and I send mm-hmm. energies and I, I'm so connected. Um with the food i eat and love like i can go to a restaurant like a you know and get a meal and i can tell by scanning it what mood the chef in the kitchen's in by mm-hmm. how much love's in this meal or not you know that's real <laughs> so like there's this so many different layers to our to relationship with food and I, I like i said before i think there is a time where we're going to be asked to really like mm-hmm. address it yeah
0: you touch it completely
1: yeah.
0: yeah yeah like i said yeah. i i'm totally on board with you that there's there's a lot to be learned here from our experience of food another couple that i'm going to throw in there because i think they're they big points is are we choosing what we're choosing to eat because we are because it's truly in alignment with our joy we use the word joy right are we choosing it because it's in alignment with our joy or are we choosing it in suppression of our anxiety because we can use food to stop ourselves from feeling something to suppress ourselves suppress a feeling and emotion so in that context of is this cake for me is it right for me to eat this cake in some circumstances it may be so in alignment with your joy and that's the perfect thing for you and in fact i will say that's the healthiest thing that you can eat in that moment (laughs) in other moments it would be no you're you're using this as a way of not feeling and we're here to feel so i just i want to really drive home that point as i think we're going to to wrap this conversation up is that we have to be able to tune into what's in alignment with our joy, with our knowing. And that's a checking in process. That I think so much of what you shared with us today, my brother is going to support people in learning to tune into.
1: Yeah. What's your truth. What's the real truth underneath the unconscious shadow. What's the truth. Oneness. What's the truth of- love? Yeah. Unity. Yeah. <laughs> what does love choose?
0: <laughs> what yeah. Would love
1: choose. It would
0: choose itself. <laughs> it, it would choose resolve.
1: itself time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been really, really cool to be in this space with you, brother and share this is the first time i've uh shared in this space i've been asked questions and shared so it's really cool to pop my cherry bro i
0: took your interview virginity i can't tell you what that means to me Oh, I dude. get a, a weird sense of satisfaction when I find that out. I've done it for
2: <laughs> a few others.
0: I'm not even going to lie, but I get a weird sense of satisfaction when someone lets me know this is this is the first time I've been on a podcast or I've done something like this. Cuz then right. you know what it is? Down the road I get to look back and say, "Hey, he started with me. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I was his yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: brother, uh, thank I you, brother. You, I love, love you, you too, I love man. All that you're doing, I love. I love us. I love us. Thank you for reminding yeah. us about us. We're pretty incredible, hey. yeah family that's gonna be all for this one with my boy jared i hope you enjoyed this conversation almost as much as i did chances are you're not gonna enjoy it or you couldn't have enjoyed it the way that i did because well i thoroughly enjoy connecting with this amazing person and Just having him inspire me, inspire me with hearing and feeling from him how committed he is to us, to service to the all. And I hope that hearing from him, hearing his story, his experience invites you, invites you into a similar experience of surrender. Because I certainly do resonate with this approach of allowing for ourselves to be moved by and for showing up in our highest purpose for the all. It was an epic conversation. It's an epic time. And as Jared says, everything that we are going through, everything that we're, all the work that we're doing within ourselves, all the work that we're doing for each other, going to be so 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 worth it so keep being you're heading in the right direction we're headed in the right direction let's continue along this path this trajectory of our ascension together family that's going to be it for this one thank you thank you thank you for being here with us at this time and until next time Keep presenting.